Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. Join hands, love train. <sighs> it's been a week. <laughs> it has been a week, but we're so grateful and thankful to be here with y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of anxious to just get into it. So, <laughs> yes, let's. Oh, but first. <laughs> yes, but first, <laughs> what is happening in the streets this week? What have you seen? I only saw one very interesting thing. But. Yes, you did. Um, so I saw. Um, what did I see other than that? I feel like I saw quite a few. I saw quite a few spoilers on Mary at First Sight fan that I won't Ooh. get into because I don't want to, you know, spoil anything for anyone. They do have their spoilers in a highlight on their Instagram in case you're interested in that. Mm-hmm, they do. Yeah. So saw a few spoilers, saw a few folks, you know, roaming the streets of San Diego, which does look really beautiful. Um, but other than that, the only Mary at First Sight things I saw, I saw Woody and Amani had like this like portrait or like a photo um, of them and the baby, a family photo. Jay, did you? The baby see was born. The, the baby's been born for like a month, I think. Oh, well, no, didn't know that. News to me. Goodness, goodness. <laughs> um, well, when you get I chance, they have like a family portrait up, so you can go see what, that. Do they say the baby's name? I forgot. They've got a whole Instagram for the baby. Really? Mm-hmm. So if you're into for that. For the one-month-old. <laughs> yes. If you're into that. Um, I forgot. Maybe it's like rain or something, or I might have just made that up. That sounds like something Woody would want to name his child. Yeah. So that, you know, they have a family portrait. Um, and then I think that was honestly all I saw other than your news that I know you are anxiously waiting to share with us. <sighs> Okay, y'all. So very, very briefly, um, I'm okay. Very, very briefly, I happened to, I guess, just be on the the podcast Instagram at the right time. Y'all know I'm not mm-hmm. usually like this. Mm-hmm. Um, quick aside: the baby's name is Rain, R E I G N. Born on June third. He is a boy <laughs> right now. Yes. Um, <laughs> right now. Until he tells us. When until he, he is. tells us otherwise. That's true. That's what that's what we're going with. Anywho's, um, so yes, happened to be on the podcast Instagram at just the right time and caught some tea. So Married at First Sight fan, the same podcast that we just referenced, tends to have a lot of good intel. So I was on Instagram at just the right time. I was on a road trip, so I had time to you know be dilly dallying like that. Um, <laughs> Married at First Sight fan had posted. A little bit about this place that Justin took Maya to. And if you guys remember last Lord. week, we were <sighs> in shambles over the conditions that he just, you know, the conditions of that place. He took his dog there. Um, a lot of questionable decision making from from Justin. Sorry, it's so, not funny, y'all. I don't know why I keep laughing. <laughs> Tara was having a hard time. But anyways, so Meredith First Sight fan had posted the name of the place is I think it's called Justin Time Training. So the whole word Justin, like his first name, Time Training. Some woman named Patty is running it. And um, I think she specializes in 
like golden retrievers or some like highly trainable breed or something like that. Not whatever Justin's dog is. Um, and at the time, there weren't any, any reviews on this place. At the time this aired, there were no reviews. Mm. Um, but a Merit First Sight fan had found something, some kind of video that looked a little like animal cruelty. Um, I attempted to share it on our Instagram. I had a lot of trouble getting it to post because it was then deleted. Um, <laughs> Interesting. I know. But so after that, uh, Tamara and I took matters into our own hands, did our own little research. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of new reviews since the show aired. People were like, oh, Patty's been great. And da, 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 da. What a coincidence. I know. Apparently, everyone's dog loves Patty now. Even then, though, there were only like eight reviews. And so <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I would just take oh, my Patty. dog to stay somewhere where it's just eight reviews. And all of them are from the last week, or most of them are from the last week, you know. So that means that when he took his dog to Patty's or, or Jamie's, there were probably no reviews. There were probably next to none. Which is shocking. <laughs> Which is shocking. So, okay, after that, a lot of information is posted on the website about how much it costs and things like that. And um, it looked like boarding was $35 a day, I think. Training was like 20, like day training, if you bring your dog there, it was like $25 a day. That's a steal in California. (laughs) Which, as we said, you know, guys, Tamara's telling us she sent her dog to like Mm -hmm. a board and train, and it had like all these bells and whistles, and it was... Certainly wasn't $30 a day. It was in the thousands. Yeah, thousands of dollars to train (laughs) her dog. Justin's dog is going to be there for, okay, I didn't do the math, but two weeks, right? Yeah. Two weeks at $35 a day. Mm. Maybe it's like, well, it might be thousands. I don't know. Okay, pull out the calculator. All right, so how much is it? $30 $35 a day. For boarding. Time. I'm assuming the boarding includes the training, I guess, or I don't know what else. Okay, wait, there. this can't be $400. There's no way. <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no I'm coming way. up with $490. So, Ain't no way. Um, again, it's just not a place I would leave my, I would not leave my dog outside the California heat in the kennel. Ain't no way. Um, well, to start. Go on, go on to Julie's. I mean, just. There no grass that we saw. No water bowl, no nothing. It looked like a cage that, like, you see the abused lions and tigers in. So, y'all, check that out. Just in time training. Um, when prayers go out to all the dogs that may have been affected by Justin and Pat. You know, we didn't or, even or see not, the dogs alleged, there, right? I'm sorry, alleged, alleged, um, mm. you know. Yeah, it looked alleged. like some rough handling as far as, like, the corrections of behavior went, which, of course, if you correct a dog really hard, they're not going to do it again, but... Yes. That's not necessarily training, <laughs> like negative training. One Yes, not like. necessarily like positive reinforcement training. Not saying, I mean, yeah, it's not. It's just not positive. So there was that. Um, I don't know. I wonder if someone else got to post before we did, but well, I mean, only, I was clearly, only twenty five minutes into the story before. Yeah, Meredith first sight, she truly took it down and then never even said anything about it. So I was like, that's interesting. And then said like later on, she's like, oh, I'm having some Instagram issues. I was like, mm hmm. Here, here, you girl. Sure, sure you are. <laughs> I'm okay. sure people were like, because when I saw it, I was like, oh, I need to put a trigger warning on this because, <laughs> wow, this could be like too much for people. And mm-hmm. she didn't ne- necessarily have one on there to start with. 
speaking of like animal cruelty, there was this video going around of these like guys on a beach who like grabbed this shark and like pulled <gasps> it out from the ocean. No, it was awful. Stop. Disgusting. And I was just Stop. like, y'all Completely just unrelated to what we're talking about. But it was like, but it was like animal cruelty, and there was oh. no trigger warning. So I was like, hold on. I was like, I can't. Like, please. So I think at some point someone put a trigger warning on it because I'm like, this is disgusting. Um, but yeah, awful. So yeah, just just everyone just you know protect your eyes and the things yes. that you're consuming. Use trigger and content warnings when you can, so people have a choice what they're taking in. Absolutely. Um, but that was all I saw, as far as I know. Um, I haven't seen any spoilers about Maya's condition, if she's better or worse, or you know mm-hmm. if he came to get her early because I probably would be back that same day. I mean, I, we wouldn't have been there, but yes. That's true, because like I said, I would have pulled up and kept going. <laughs> like, what's this? <laughs> it's not, not it's for not me. not for us. Yeah. No, no, but no. I guess the $500, you would leave your dog somewhere for $500 and expect them to weeks. come back. Yeah, that's a long time. Well, I mean, Justin, obviously, as we see, you know, in this episode, is like not bad in thousands. <laughs> Lots of not great decision making. How old is he again? He's not thirty yet, right? I don't know. I he's I think so, but like I he's like twenty seven or something like what's, that. What's what's the saying like firing on like all cylinders or like not you know, some cylinders. in the buttermilk and clean like it's just a lot of things where I'm like, hmm. All right, Justin. Yeah. A little concerning. He's a lot of questionable things with him. Indeed. Um okay. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode if there's nothing else. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> Episode eight, they're called Party Ways, or it's called it's called Party Ways. I don't know why I said there. Um, this episode is centered around everyone's housewarming parties, as you could probably have guessed, or if you've watched it, you know. We start off at day twelve. Everyone is kind of settling into their married life. Not much to report from me here because I was like, no, um, <laughs> except for Mitch has these like fabric sandwich bag things that he's making Kristen put her trail mix in. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if he's heard of like the stasher bags. Like there are other ways. That's like what I have. Yeah. yeah it's like, like silicone reusable to, bags. Right. It don't have to be some some cardboard. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> happening. Now Mitch is a very waste not what not person and we'll get into that but Jeez. I was like okay. I don't know if this was like some like duck canvas that someone, so, sewn, someone has sewn together canvas. or what. <laughs> Because I was like, this is like fabric. This is not, mm-hmm. but I guess fa- fabric is washable. So, but it doesn't I, have to. It doesn't have to be that difficult. So I was like, this is. If this they is have insane. kids, he's gonna be like making cloth diapers for the kid. I can see every it day. Now. <laughs> he's not even clean enough. I feel. Oh, sorry. Let's get we'll we'll jump, to jumped out like, of me. Geez. His level of cleanliness. I just don't know if we can be reusing things when we're not practicing good hygiene. But. Mm. Y'all saw that apartment. Anywho's, uh, anything else before we jump into the first couple? No, that's it. Let's get into it. Okay. Uh, first couple we see are Lindy and Miguel. Lindy's not here, though, just yet. Uh, so Miguel's talking to his friend Steve. They're doing, like, a little bad, not badminton, table tennis. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I couldn't tell what that was. I put, like, what did I put in my notes? Something that's incorrect. I think I said, like, <laughs> Pickleball or something, and I was like, this "No, is I think it's called. Not I think the official name is table tennis, um, where you're just kind of hitting the ball." I feel on like thing. I don't think that's. Tr- I think it's something else. I think it has another name, but I feel like they have tennis ping table. pong. 
yes. ping pong. Because <laughs> they have like ping those pong, ping pong tournaments. Yes, yeah, so I was like, I don't know. It's it's something. It's a game. It's fun. So, uh, Steve. Miguel's friend Steve is checking in. How are things going since the wedding? Miguel says that um, he knows how to relationship really well, and he can be a great husband. He's really like talking himself up mm-hmm, here. It's 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 strange how how well he's reflecting on himself. He's well, just like, he's yeah, just I know confident. exactly what to do. Yeah, we don't. I don't. I guess I I didn't expect him to feel that way because I didn't maybe realize. I don't know. Um, Steve asked about Lindy, and Miguel says she has depth and character. She's not all shiny, happy, and pink like it appears. Um, and then he says, oh, Steve asked about Miguel's checklist. Apparently, Miguel only three things, but Miguel names, like, eight things eight. that yes. that <laughs> Lindy does that he likes. She's kind and agreeable. She's open-minded. She's adventurous. Um, you know, she just does. He likes her. Steve says, are you actually getting, like, feelings beyond liking her? And he's like, I think so. And Miguel is like a puddle of mush at this point. I don't know what's going on. I never saw this coming. But he describes her as like an oasis in the desert. You know, you guys know he writes poems and things. So. Oh, I forgot about that. I yeah, a lot of, like, flowery happening. language uh, from like Miguel oasis. and how he feels about her, what she does for his day. Um, so he's sounding like super, super positive about it, which is is good because like I don't know if he's told her that, but you guys remember he was telling her like he doesn't didn't know if he would get there, so mm-hmm. maybe he should tell her. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. Tell her so how he feels. even his friends just seemed taken aback. He was like, "Wow, yeah, sounds like, like things dude, are going where great." Is this from? Yeah, he was like, "Great conversationalist, cute, beautiful eyes, funny, quirky, clean yeah. cooks." So I'm like, "All right, cleaning, cooking, cooking, cleaning, a dream." Okay. Sounds great. Well, if there's nothing else, we go into Kristen mm-hmm. and her friend. I, I made a note here that all the friends here seem a little um, older than <laughs> you. Because at first I was like, who is this lady? <laughs> um, I thought this was her mom at first. But then I was like, wait, this isn't her mom. So, yeah, this is a, an older gal. Um, they are having, um, were they having drinks or were they just talking? They were in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Kristen's talking about Mitch and how things are going really well, but there's differences in domesticity. Um, he keeps a lot of clutter in the apartment because apparently, you know, he doesn't want to throw anything away. So he just brings it in the house. I'm like, well, shit, that's a disaster. <laughs> um, that's why his house looks the way it does or his little apartment. Yeah. Cause he doesn't want to like waste, which I'm like, damn, that's, that's a lot. Um, she calls his Berkey the tower because she says that water it's like tower. this huge water tower. <laughs> and she says she can't see him when he's talking to her in the kitchen. And I'm like, well, then move it, Kristen. But um, she says he brings in a lot of stuff because he doesn't want to throw it away. And he brought in like some sort of antique bookshelf. Um, and, and she he says, probably got the side of the road. Right. I'm like, well, I mean, you could, you know, repurpose it. Bring it over Does to Jade's he do house. That, <laughs> bring it over to Jade. She can repurpose it. I like to. Yeah, that's me. That's true. Um, but she said that when she went to his apartment, she almost had a heart attack when she saw his stovetop. And she doesn't like all of this, like, cleanliness issues and the stuff, but it apparently isn't a deal breaker. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Um, mm-hmm. So she says for the housewarming party, um, they had almost a legitimate fight because she wanted to do a French theme. And then he wanted to do, like, a space theme um, where, they taught, where they all dress up as to how the world might end or something. I don't know. 
Um, so then her older gal friend mentions um, the history with her engagement, and she asks her if she told Mitch what happened, and she said that Mitch doesn't know anything because every time she's told her boyfriends the story, it hasn't ended well, and no one has been very kind on the receiving end, and they made it seem like something was wrong with her. Hmm. I was like, what kind of men have you been dating? Yeah. I mean, y'all know what kind of men she's been dating, the kind that cheat on her right before the wedding. I suppose so. So, yeah, so that's kind of how the conversation ended. Um, Pretty sad. Did you talk about the... um, the housewarming party? Oh, the f- retro yeah, futuristic theme? Yeah, just about yeah. the yeah, futuristic theme and how she wanted Weird. to do the French theme. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I like, you know, futuristic things. Like, Beyonce's album is kind of futuristic in a sense. Yeah, you know? but I had never heard of retro futurism, so I was like, what the fuck does that mean? But it's interesting. Kind how of do you get? I, you know, at first I was a little iffy. I came around <laughs> ultimately, but I was a little iffy at first because I guess in the past when people have done these housewarming parties, they haven't been themed yeah like this. i love these themes so they started talking about theme and i was like what the hell are you <laughs> talking about but i love it because yeah. the one couple that didn't do a theme i was like well this fits y'all because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. y'all are cruising <laughs> yep 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 so yeah so that was we, all with Kristen and her gal we transitioned into alexis she's video chatting with her sister amber um like she was video chatting she's always she's never like really meeting up with friends i guess maybe her people don't live close but mm. um she starts off talking about you know newton getting attacked this is the first thing out of lex's mouth well, when she says someone, you know your nephew got attacked yeah your nephew i'm sorry like, we stop? anytime anyone asks her how she's doing this is what she starts with yes you know you know he got attacked right he was attacked <laughs> he was attacked i'm like okay which is so difficult when I guess we're trying to move past it, or some of us are trying to move past it, or mm-hmm. trying to like you know just have regular conversation. <laughs> um, and so Alexis says that she tells her the whole spiel of you know Maya going to the Borden train, and then if Maya is still aggressive, apparently she'll go live with Justin's best friend, which sounds like a different plan than what I initially thought was going to happen. I thought he was just going to rehome her, but mm-hmm. apparently some some friend is willing to take her. Yeah. Um. Which is okay, not bad. Because if your marriage ends, you get your dog back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so that that seems doable. Uh, her sister asked about how the honeymoon went. Justin, I'm not Justin. Alexa says that Justin told her that he loved her on the honeymoon. And her sister was like, "Well, what did you do?" She was like, "Girl, you know, I tried to run, and you know how I am." Mm-hmm. She's like, "I eventually said it back." Alexa says that he is so sweet and lovable. Um, and then she's like, I'm, I love him, but maybe I'm not in love yet. And her sister is like, well, once you open that door, you can't really close it. You need to protect your heart. And I was like, this seems like counterproductive. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, what? Don't fall in love with your husband. Don't right. do that, girl. Because <laughs> he'll hurt you. I was like, okay. Yeah, she said that. She's like, that's how you get hurt. And I was like, this feels very doomsday, you guys. <laughs> So Alexis says that her biggest things um, are just like him being vague and lying and that, you know, back to the dog thing. <laughs> if he was transparent about what, you know, his dog's history was, then maybe she would have done something differently with her dog, like researched. Mm. She didn't say this part, but I would imagine <laughs> she would have <laughs> researched how to properly introduce her dog, especially when they're in different size classes. They wouldn't even be together in daycare. Um 
And I think it would also be appropriate to be like, so, you know, does your dog get along with other dogs? Blah, blah, blah. Like, we need more conversation. Both of y'all failed these dogs. And she's trying to blame Justin, but she needs to also think that, you know, what, how did I fail my dog? Yeah. And not protect him. She just let him wander all around, getting growled at and stuff. And didn't pick him up when he was getting growled at. He was probably scared, poor baby. Yeah, he was underneath the, um, the, um, yeah, underneath the, the dining thing, the table. table. So I was like, obviously uh-huh. he's terrified. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know. So that's, I mean, that's really all that that's happening with Alexa. She's wanting everyone to know about this dog thing, wanting people to weigh in on it, coming back to it, coming back to it, coming back to it. And that's it. Yeah. From her, we don't actually see Justin this scene. Mm-mm. We transition into Morgan. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Morgan and Ben, because they're both um, talking to their respective friends. Uh, Morgan is chatting with her friend who was literally driving um, on FaceTime. You That's guys, what I thought. I was like, so trees are going bad. You guys, this is so, so unsafe. Please, for the life of you, do not FaceTime your, your pals when you're driving on the fucking highway. Um, so she's just talking to him. She's got this huge, like, chicken sandwich next to her. I'm like, is it, it's getting cold. <laughs> like, Maybe it's a chicken this? salad sandwich and it's already cold. It's like, when are you going to eat this, girl? Um, but she's again talking to him about this fucking lie that Ben told. I'm so over People it. are really stuck on these. We're not able to move forward in these bitches. <laughs> There's a theme of being stuck. She says episode. that the red flags that he has for her are surface level, like family and finances. What? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, like what? I had the same thought. I was like, okay, girl. Apparently, that's family not superficial and finances surface. are surface level. I was like, Morgan, you're an idiot. She's like, um, what about my personality, girl? Yes, she said her personality. It's never been about her personality or her character. And she says that Ben doesn't see her for the person she is. Morgan says that her walls are up and she doesn't trust him. And her friend tells her to put her walls down. Then um, tells his friend that Morgan's beautiful and she's great. He asked her some personal questions and he unfortunately overreacted to the news. He told someone and it turned into this huge deal. See, Ben can't even move forward because every time someone asks him, he's like, I overreacted. He's, yeah. I, he I overreacted. I overreacted. He said he's trying to move forward, but she told him that she doesn't trust him and he isn't giving her PDA. And Ben said he's very confused because he's just trying to make her happy. I, I don't even really... I don't really know what to say. When he said that, I was like, that actually does make a lot of sense. I hadn't thought about that before. But if she's like, you betrayed me, you backstabbed me, and they're like, where's the PDA? Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) what? But also just like, just the way they, I I just don't know. Like, I don't know what's wrong with them. Like, Ben is not really like the best conversationalist. Like, just the way She's not a good communicator. No. Like, they're both just really lacking in, in things that they both need. Um, yeah, because even him talking to his friend, I was just like, "What?" Like he talks to know. everyone like that. I think he's like a very attentive listener. Like he's very willing to hear what people have to say, but she's not telling him anything. And so I think he's like filling it in the blanks by himself with like, mm-hmm. "Okay," or he's like asking people like, "What should I do?" Because I don't think he really trusts himself to not fuck it up now because he already backstabbed her, according to her. Oh yeah, according to her, I'm like, "Can we move? Everyone, let's no. move forward. No, let's move forward." <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what I got from Morgan and Ben. They're just a disaster. Um, and Morgan's friend needs to not FaceTime as he's driving on the highway. Yeah, he did park at some point, I guess. When he but... got to his destination. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get out of the car or anything. But, um, 
I think it was good feedback from her that someone else who knows her and cares about her was like, girl, you need to put your walls down and talk to this man. And I'm like, why are they even up? Like, oh, I just, I can't. I'm sorry. She's so resistant to the idea. She was like, no, no, no. And he's like, growth is painful. And I'm like, okay, well, look, everyone's telling you the same thing mm-hmm. that you're making your own marriage difficult. And so apparently it wasn't just Pastor Cal who thought that. Your yeah. own friend thinks that, you know, you're just carrying this grudge because the man told someone that you weren't a nurse. You know you're a nurse. So <laughs> right. what's the problem? Well, that's why I'm like, so then what? So obviously, like, she feels some type of way because, like, she will not stop talking about it. So obviously, she's either triggered or embarrassed that she doesn't have a bachelor's. But, I mean, you're still a nurse. So, like, it sounds like she I just wonder has some if, inner issues. Some yeah, I wonder if, wonder if she thinks, like, he's, like, being, like, maybe holier than thou with, like, his perfect family and, like, his perfect finances because she has debt and she doesn't have good relationships with her parents. I wonder if she's like just feeling insecure about that and because he doesn't get it, she doesn't want to have to like explain it to him. She just wants him to understand but Ben is very much like the kind of person you have to explain everything to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or else he doesn't get it. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, that's them. <sighs> yeah, it's rough with them. Um, we see Stasha and Nate. Nate is meeting with his friend Derek. And they talk about the wedding. Uh, was Derek interesting for you? No, it's, it's fine. Just it's okay. Fine. They talk about the wedding because Derek hasn't seen Nate since then. And Nate says, "What do like, you yeah, think of Nate? What do you think of Derek? <laughs> what I do you think know of Derek? when Nate established these friendships. Yeah, like, where did he find these people? <laughs> Nate has some interesting friends. I'm not sure where they come from. Even when we go to his housewarming, I'm like. Who are these people? It almost is like <laughs> it's almost like rent a friend. <laughs> like the same apartment that he rented is maybe those are the people. Maybe those. This is like rent a friend. I'm like, at what point did you? Like, these what people do y'all that you talk know? about? Maybe he's like a tech friend. Like maybe they are both day trade together. I don't know, but Derek. Um, is talking to Nate, and he's like, you know, sometimes you have a hard shell. You don't really open up. You've opened up to me. And <laughs> we've known him for literally, like, less than a year. He's only been in San Diego a year. Like, where are his, like, childhood friends? Not in San Diego. Where is he from again? Oh, he's military, so I guess he may not have a lot. Probably. <sighs> Which is interesting that if usually people, when they've, had like that childhood of not having like close friendships they don't mm-hmm. just develop close friendships as an adult it's just like something yeah they haven't practiced doing so but certainly he went to college right do we think he went to college mm, i'm gonna say no yeah all right i mean not that he had to but i mean his dad was like very militant so i guess i just assumed yeah i don't know because he's day trading and what was he doing before that <laughs> i don't know selling insurance i mean selling um <laughs> Uh, yeah, because he was hustling, I'm like, I don't know if he... <laughs> he was. What did he say he was doing? Selling, like, fake phones or something? He was, like, getting Oh, yeah, bags shit. and stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, that doesn't align with That's true. college. You're right, you're Unless right. he, like, I don't know. He could have done anything. Um, so Nate says, you know, Stasha goes to therapy. She knows her feelings and her insecurities very well. And he's like, I feel like I'm very articulate and I can tell you like what I'm thinking and feeling, but she's saying like she wants more. She needs me to go deeper. 
And so then he reveals that he's going to sign up for therapy because he feels like he's trying his best, but maybe he's, maybe he's not doing as good as he could do. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he's a C-plus when he could, you know, be more. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he starts talking about this fear he has that he'll get vulnerable with her, and then she'll switch it after decision day. Which, if your fear is that you'll get vulnerable, that tells me that you're not being as deep as you could yes. be. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish you would have connected those dots when they came out of his mouth. Um, <laughs> but his friend Derek is like, you know, dude, you got to go all in. It seems like most people have supportive friends, except for Alexis' sister, who's like, mm-hmm. girl, yeah. don't do it. Don't love. But I wonder what they've talked about before that conversation, though, for her to be like, no. Mm-hmm. Seems like she knows something. Oh, goodness. So we transition into Kristen and Mitch. Um, they're making drinks for the party, and they're trying to make them as futuristic as possible. So they're adding, like, food dye or coloring or something. Yeah, she said they were doing, like, mimosas is what it was supposed to be, right? What it started off yeah. as. They made, like, green like, with, like, mm. blue slime or something. It's like, all right. Um, so she tells him that they need to have a conversation. I'm like, wow, way to bring the mood down. Um, it was kind of abrupt. <laughs> it was so <laughs> abrupt. I was like, geez, this is awkward. Yeah, um, just making some drinks, and now we're just diving gotta, in. Got to talk to you about something. So she tells him about her relationship history and how it hasn't been well-received by her ex-boyfriends. She says that her and her ex dated for six years. He was her fiancé. They were engaged for a year, and he started acting weird about six months um, in. He was saying he was having cold feet. I was like, well, damn, if he's telling you he has cold feet, I'm like, I don't know if that's good. Um... She tells uh, Mitch that, you know, he cheated on her, blah, blah, blah. Um, She says that she emailed the wedding party, um, and they all decided to go on the destination wedding, which was in the Keys? Is that where it was? The destination? I think so. I think that sounds right. Yeah. I remember um, being, like, somewhere watery. Yes, it was somewhere in the States. Um, Mitch says that's weird. He just couldn't hold that back. He was just like, that's kind of weird. And honestly, like, it is kind of weird. Um, but he does say that he's sorry that it happened to her, but it doesn't faze him because she didn't do anything wrong. And she's just, like, so grateful that he received that so well. And I'm like, geez, Kristen, like, talk about the bare minimum. Like, why would he be upset that her fiancé cheated on her? <laughs> Good question. Um, Goodness. You know. Anything you got from that that I, you know, didn't share? Um, not really. She seemed, like you said, like pretty pleased with his response. Um, I'm glad after he said that's weird, that's weird that he came back and like was like, yeah, it doesn't phase me. Um, but weird. I wish she would have also thought it didn't it wouldn't phase him. But I guess due to her past, um, it yeah. seems like for some reason that's changes things for people. I'm not sure why though. <laughs> me either. I, I don't. Get um, that, so. Yeah, and then Mitch, you know, does his own tooting of the horn. Where he's like, well, you know, that won't happen with me because I'll tell you if I have an issue before there's Great. anything that happens. Just like I did on our honeymoon. I wasn't going to wait on the honeymoon to tell you I didn't like you. Love um, that. You know? <laughs> so he's like, that's what you get with me. I would I would never do that. Radical so she, honesty. Now she's like, wow, that's awesome. The honesty mm-hmm. is there. <sighs> <It's close>. Boy. <laughs> 
Way to turn a, a bad into a good. Just go ahead and <laughs> put that spit on there. And there we go. Goodness. Mitch is up. City boys are up. Okay. Clearly. Um, day 14, uh, we have Alexis. She is diary camming to us. And she says, this morning, Newton started throwing up blood. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> That's like, what's I was going like, on? <laughs> exactly. She's in the car. <laughs> And she's telling us about this. Then all of a sudden we see some apartment cam footage that was a little bit too much for me to keep up with. But I'll give you all the gist yes, of it. Yes, me too. Because <laughs> I was like, what? what? I was so <laughs> caught off guard. This was so early in the show. I wasn't expecting to have some tea this soon. But here we go. So they have some apartment cam footage. And she's, um, I guess Justin is bending down to give Newton some medicine. And she's like, why are you giving him medicine? He hasn't eaten. Um, and and apparently. Exactly. Apparently. Newton hasn't eaten in two days. Justin knew about this somehow and didn't tell Alexis, which I'm a little confused where she's been to not know her dog has not been eating. Um, I agree. I guess, like, if the, you put the food in the bowl and the food is still there, that would indicate to me that my dog wasn't eating. But I'm not sure where she's been. It seems, <laughs> it seems like she hasn't been there for some reason, which she said she wouldn't trust Justin with her dog, so I'm still not sure why she didn't know these things but she's mad at him because he didn't tell her and so then they like go off to some like corner or somewhere there's not a camera they're arguing it's very loud she's mm-hmm. re-emphasizing don't be vague don't be vague don't be vague and he says that he thought he thought he had it under control and that's why he didn't say anything i don't know what under control <laughs> looks like but <laughs> the, the dog is not eating and vomiting that qualifies for emergency treatment <laughs> And then she says he sells her false dreams every day, and he's like, like what? And she says, well, you told me you were going to over-communicate. You were like, baby, you're going to be so sick and tired of hearing from me. I'm going to be telling you everything. Um, Then she's like, I'm done. She tries to leave, and he's like, this is what you always do. And she's like, you can't be a victim. It's like (laughs) they are (laughs) at each other's throats. This felt like a real argument. Like it was. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, we're supposed to hear this. The cameras are still there, y'all. <laughs> that's that's why this is our production was like, all right, we got this this camera's mic. We gonna get it. Jeez. You know, this this was hot for for both of them. She was like, it, it was very clearly like, you know, mm. um, back to her and her diary cam. She's talking about him being vague she says she feels like it's manipulation because he doesn't need to be vague he like he could tell her these things and she doesn't understand why he knew that and didn't tell her i'm still again not sure why she didn't know what was going on with her dog so confused (laughs) like first of all the dog hasn't eaten in two days that means that she didn't feed him four times So he fed the, so he tried, like, what? Like, I, I don't Even if I wasn't feeding that. my dog, I'd be like, hey, did you feed him? Yeah. Like, did he eat? Yeah. And if Justin was like, I don't know if he ate, or maybe, like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Like, what? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, let me go. Like, what do you mean, maybe? Yeah. I wouldn't just trust somebody to feed my dog no, that has no. never fed and taken care, of my, taken care of my dog. But also, like, where is she? So that's why I'm not understanding, like. I don't understand how this happened. Like he's not, he hasn't eaten in two days. First of all, that's like a very, emer- that's an emergency. Like the dog needs to go back to, to the emergency vet. Well, two he's days? throwing up blood. So like, that's like how long gonna let that go on for? Like, like what is, <laughs> oh my God. 
So if my dog ever threw up blood, I would not be sitting in the car no, on the video diary cam talking to y'all. Every, I'd be like, I need a break from filming. I have something to take care of. Every veterinarian, every competent veterinarian will tell you anytime a dog ever throws up blood, it is an emergency. There mm-hmm. is something wrong. I can't anytime, even take my dog to the regular vet. If if I say that he's having diarrhea or not eating, they'll be like, go to the emergency. Yeah. They'll just be like, you gotta go to the emergency. Don't wait. Like, you, yeah. like, seriously. So, like, I don't, between Alexis and Justin, I, I don't know what's going it on. It is bad, y'all. <laughs> don't know what's going on. It is the on. blind leading the blind. They're Truly. mad at each other because they're both dumb. This is not good. So, prayers for this baby, this dog. Because, like, what the fuck? So, then it yes. was, I just thought it was interesting when she was like, why are you giving him meds if he hasn't eaten? It says right there, you're supposed to give the dog meds when they're you can't give it like on an empty stomach right and he like was he like completely flipped out and i was like who the fuck is this who is this justin was 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 i mean justin's probably like i've been handling the last days you ain't you ain't asked me about it then what a disaster i've been giving your dog medicine and food that's probably why you you got something to say well, that makes me think, though, if he's been giving the dog medicine and he hasn't been eating, <laughs> Jesus. This is a but again, disaster. if my dog was recently attacked, I would not leave in him in the care of someone who's not experienced with my dog. I'd be like, okay, I will give him the medicine. I will feed him. I will make sure he gets better. Just because you're my husband of 14 days, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, be responsible for my dog's health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially so then- in this condition that he's in. So then we actually get into that in the next scene. Um, everyone's kind of getting ready for the party, for their respective parties. Uh, Mitch and Kristen, um, they're talking about how they want the party things to be reusable, of course. Um, Stasha and Nate are at like a record store, I think. Yeah. But they want records hot, hanging from the ceiling, but I hope not real ones. Um, That's what I was wondering. I was like, are these dummy records? Or are these like actual? No. I was confused. Lindy and Miguel are looking at costumes. They want to do, um, like, fun costumes as contestants on a game show. And then Ben goes into a liquor store for maybe the first time ever and asks <laughs> for so fruity tequila for a tacos and tequila party. Are you familiar with fruity tequila? You're talking about the uh, three olives one? The fruity just one? any kind of tequila that's fruity. I'm not familiar. Oh. Maybe this is just me being bougie. I, I, the only tequila I've ever had that came close to fruity was like a coconut tequila. Oh, that's but a I'm good point. I've never familiar. thought about tequila being fruity, but I don't think it is. I think you're right. That's what I'm saying. I don't um, know what he's talking. And I was, he was like, do y'all have anything fruity? Not for me, for my friend. He's, that's what I was like, fruity <laughs> tequila? I was like, what? I, I'm a tequila person, so I was offended. Ben is um. a child. Um, so we go on to Alexis and Justin. Um, they are having a 90s-themed party, so they're at a candy store. Hmm. I don't really understand the correlation. Alexis gets there first, um, and she's kind of walking they around. They probably haven't talked about shit because <laughs> right. you know, that's how they ended up at this candy store. Justin just kind of just appears um, in the store. Um, she says that it, she's not sure if they're even going to have the party, um, but she wants to ask his friends about where they went wrong. So Justin comes in, and she's like, nice of you to join us. I was like, oof. Um, they speak mm-hmm. to each other very formally. I was like, I am uncomfortable. Um, so then all of a sudden, <clears throat> they sit down in the candy store. It's very awkward. She asks him how he is feeling. He says he's fine. He said he's not <laughs> upset with her. 
she like, says, where did these chairs come from? Why are we, what is happening? <laughs> he says he's not upset with her. And she says, well, this morning you was cursing and yelling. And he says that every time they bicker, she says that she is done and he doesn't like that. She says that I'm done means that she's done with the conversation because he's not listening to her or hearing her. She wants him to overshare and he's not doing that. And he says from his perspective, he thought he was being helpful and he didn't overshare because he thought he knew what he was doing. He didn't think it was necessary to over-communicate, but she says she asked him to do that, and he didn't do it, and mm. that's the case, you know, like, that's the whole point. It's like, I'm asking you to do that, and you're not doing it. So then he says, well, I just won't say anything at all. <laughs> and then they kind of go back oh, and forth, boy. and he says he thinks that she gets aroused, at moments like these. First of all, that's not the right usage of that kind of word. I mean, I was trying, I, I didn't even understand, like, I don't even know if I said that correctly, because I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. That's what the cat, that's what he said, but you know how someone says, like, you get aroused out of it? Yeah. I, I think like, he just transitioned So did he mean, into- did he mean you actually get physically aroused or you get a rise? <laughs> Which is- Only Justin knows what Justin <laughs> meant. I will say that. then he says that she just wants to be heard and not um no she says that she wants to be heard um she feels like he's being incredibly disrespectful which he was um because he just kept saying you get again either aroused or rise (laughs) um (laughs) both of them are pretty disrespectful but the aroused one is truly disrespectful like you think that i'm literally like so aroused at us having this argument and having drama like (laughs) so then she asks to be um, miked and then she leaves because like what the fuck is going on aroused arise aroused arise like which is it and also like why are you talking to me like this in this public place Mm. like that's that's the first question it's like who you think you're talking to in this candy (laughs) store (sighs) yeah this if was, a man uh, told you that you you get a ri- I'm sorry, you either get aroused or rise out of arguing, what would you say? <laughs> First of all, I would not say? be sitting down at the candy store to talk to Right, like, why are we wearing these chairs at the candy store? Why yeah. are we in the candy store? Like, come on. It's just a bit much. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, if someone told me that, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and get a ride. I'm going to rise up. <laughs> you know. And get a ride and get the fuck out of here. Thank you. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be done. You know, like I, I can't blame her for being dumb. I mean, dumb. <laughs> I can't blame her for being done because it's annoying that he is thinking that you know. Well, his interpretation of events, I would say, is dumb. It's just, it's maybe too much. Um, for, he's for me. Great. He's weird. Aroused aroused she's getting aroused aroused. he knows what's happening and that's what's happening she's getting aroused by these arguments he wishes she would get aroused goodness (laughs) justin come on come on friend oh i love it do it better um okay that's this couple this couple and she gets unmiked and she leaves i'm like oh girl yeah go because like what's going on Nothing productive is happening here. <laughs> I will tell you so that. so weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then, yeah, take us into um, someone else. Everyone is getting dressed up for their parties. That's kind of happening. Um, 
Let's see where to start. Stasha and Nate. Mm -hmm. So they're friends. They're having, oh, sorry. They're having a 70s party, which is why they had those albums or those Mm -hmm. records. Um, So they're both in matching afros. They have cute little outfits on. Someone didn't get the crackers for the breeze. So (laughs) they went to the store before the party (laughs) dressed up. Yes, Uh, Brie. Is Brie very, do they have Brie? I guess they probably had Brie in the 70s. I don't know what you eat in the 70s. Oh, that's when people do like weird Crack, stuff, right? <laughs> that, that too. No, the 70s was like, um, 80s was crack. 70s was like. Girl, don't make me lie. Um, uh, LSD. Psychedelics. Because mm. it was disco, right? Sure. Burn, baby, burn. Ugh. Um, yeah, disco inferno. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so their friends show up. Everyone's like, y'all look really good together. Y'all remember they both gifted each other these Polaroids. I know, so um, cute. At the wedding. And so it looks like they've had used them all throughout the honeymoon. They have so many pictures. And they do look really good together. Mm-hmm. Like they just, you know, have been together. Like it looks like they, the chemistry, you can see it in the pictures. Um, everyone is dancing. Her sisters ask him how it's going. And he says they're getting along really well. He brings up the kid thing, and he's like, well, my two things are uh, I've never seen her around kids, and so I don't know how that's going to be. And then she's a workaholic, and she doesn't even like dogs. You know, kids, you, they touch things and make things dirty. And so <laughs> I'm not sure she really wants that, which I'm like, that's a good point. That's a great point, actually. I didn't know that's that a great dogs. point, Nate, because he's like, you know, the terrible too. He seems like he's really vibing with her sisters. Mm-hmm. Um he seems comfortable in the conversation. She talks to his friends about kids, and she's basically talking about her timeline of wanting to, you know, at least get going here in the next year. Um, wow. Nate's friend with the front, who I guess is the most consistent friend we've seen throughout his story, um, who, says that, well, Nate probably wants to provide for his kids without, like, on his own income. He wants to be, feel like, you know, he can do it by himself. Um, he has these two other friends, the, the friend Derek that he met with before, and then uh, like a larger or white guy. And by larger, I just mean like stature. Who I don't, I didn't catch his name, but mm-hmm. that guy, Derek, who looks to be like Hispanic, and then the guy with the front, who was the guy that lined him up uh, for the wedding. Um, so his other his other friend, I think the the larger guy, he says that Nate could be dealing with you know abandonment complex because Nate's didn't ne- never had like a mother role in his life and so that's probably why he feels like a little bit hesitant about having kids his friends have a lot of insight on him which again i'm like is this rent a friend or what because i don't know when he met the, made these friends yeah i'm i'm not sure what's going on he's talking to his sister her sisters and tells them that you know he is gonna sign up for therapy um and one of her sisters advises him how to talk to her and just explain to her, like, look, I'm not where you're at, but I'm hoping to get there. Now, that seems like good, solid feedback to mm-hmm. give someone. I think that's very helpful. It sounds like her sisters love her and want her husband to know how to love her, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Stasha says, uh, she's talking to his friends. She's been drinking. It's very obvious. Because um, <laughs> she just... She's hurt. She really. She's she a loves, more obvious. She loves a good time. She loves a good yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. You can always tell when Sasha's a little, little, little light. Um, but she says there's just a there's a wall there emotionally, where uh, it seems like she, Nate didn't have feelings or like she didn't couldn't like get through to what was going mm. on with him. She and needs so his to friend pump the brakes. 
his friend says that, you know, his dad is military, and so he's, he's a little bit guarded because of that. And they do say, all of his friends collectively, you know, agree that Nate is very open-minded. You just have to be really patient with him, and then, like, you know, you can get there. But Stasha wants to go deep, like, yeah. now. Today. You relate to that, right? Like, wanting to get to I know mean, someone, like, really intimately. You're spending 24 hours with this person. Yes, I do, honestly. Like, I do feel like, you know, I am an Aquarius, so, like, I don't do small talk and surface, which is not Morgan's surface, which is finances and family. Um, but I do like to really get, get in there. But at the same time, like, I feel like it's a little bit different when it's your spouse. Like, that can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, especially for someone who was clearly dissociate, like, I mean, he clearly has some issues. <laughs> so like, I, I, I feel like her expectations are a little bit too high with him, especially because he is trying, but like, it's, I think it seems like it's going to take some time for him. Cause I do think he's got low key abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. If you have an absent mother and a militant father, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, we know that the emotions are there. Like, he broke down to her mom about, you know, not having, a, like, a, a real family. Do you think that that's what happened? Is her hearing that her that he broke down to them but hasn't, like, broke down to her, that she's like, where's the tears? <laughs> Maybe. You don't feel a way about your family? Like, she can't yeah. access that from him, but with you know, them, he was like... Point. It was like over brunch. But that's different that. though, because like that, those were older black women for one, and I feel like he's probably not had that in his in his past, like in his family. Like it's probably just been him and his dad, and mm-hmm. I think him him being like very comfortable with them very quickly, because you know how older black women are. You just be like, you just be telling them everything. I he guess. needs a mama, so that's yes. the thing. I'm sure he was like, oh. This feels so safe and warm and yes. loving. Yeah, I think he felt safe there. Which I guess to her point, to Stasha's point, she's like, well, why don't you feel safe with me? But it's like, girl, like, I don't know. <laughs> Back yeah. up. Let's just, let's just take a, take a I breather. I think that's what it is. She knows that's already happened, and she wishes it probably happened with her. Mm. That's what I'll bet. Yeah. Well, we just, you know, let's let's get there. It's just been two weeks, so, you know, let's, 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 let's get it. Let's get, let's get the Nespresso first, and then we'll see about girl. it. Focus your attention elsewhere. This man yes. is trying to go to therapy. <laughs> right. Like, oh, Which is crazy that he's never been. I'm like, that's, I don't think that's crazy for somebody. How old is he? He's like 34. A 34-year-old black man never been to therapy? I believe it. I mean, well, yeah, but it's just like, come on. That's, that's better. Um, so then we transition into um, Lindy and Miguel. Um, all their friends are over. They're in these, like, really cool, like, costumes. I thought this was just, like, a, such a fun party. Um, they are playing games. It looks like Lindy's a pizza, and, like, he's a pimp. Um, mm. They're playing the newlywed game. Um, they do a few questions. She's a Gemini. He gets it right. Uh, Lindy says she would go viral for her travel videos, and Miguel says she would go viral for a, a hangry rage. Mm. I don't know. Um, Miguel says his favorite movie is big. Um, and, um, after that, everyone's kicking, laughing, dancing, and then they kind of go off and talk, um, to their respective friends. Um, Miguel says that Lindy is very sweet. Um, she's marvelous. Um, he says that, um, 
Oh, oh, sorry. So they're going back and forth. So I, I don't know if there's new producers here on the show, but like <laughs> they are like going back and forth between like Lindsay Miguel, Lindsay Miguel, Lindsay Miguel. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, this was hard to take notes on this like little game thing they were doing. Yes. So Lindy says, Lindy is talking to his friends and she says that he's very witty. He has so much energy. She's drawn to it. And Miguel's friend is like, that's so great because they don't think he's funny at all. But Lindy thinks he's hysterical. Um, Miguel tells her friends that they've talked about like the deep darkies, which are like things that they've shared with each other that they don't really share with other people. And they feel really close. Um, Lindy decides to tell his friends that they talked about taking his last name. Apparently, he wants her to change her last name as soon as possible, and she says that she wants to be a Santiago, but she needs some check marks before she takes his name. Apparently, there's also a conversation about health care coverage, and she says that he won't put her on his health care until she takes his last name. And so her friends, so his friends are saying that, well, you know, being married to a stranger is crazy, and maybe he just needs more time to realize that this is real. And she says that she is asking him to take care of his wife, and she doesn't get why it is such a red flag for him. Mm. This, was this was crazy. <laughs> yeah, she started to get, like, emotional, and I was like, ooh, girl. In ooh. front of his friends, I was like, this is awful. Pull yourself together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is... Because, you know, everybody's in costume, so this grape girl seems, like, really concerned. Um, But I, when Lindy was saying this, I was questioning, like, it seemed like to have this dramatic spin on it Mm -hmm. of, like, well, Miguel basically said that if I take his last name, then he'll give me health insurance, and that's it. Right, yeah. And I was like... Is that was it just like that black and white? Yeah, because it seems like, that something is, and that's not really like Miguel. That's why I'm like, I feel like we're we're missing some some information here. Yeah, and she cause even when she like initially brought up, she was like, healthcare coverage is being dangled. And I was yes, like, I didn't like that. I was like, now hold on, girl. Like this, what? Especially like to his friends. If I was his friend, was I would have told him that like girl this is, is how. Yeah, this is what she brought up, and she said that you were dangling healthcare coverage for a name change. <laughs> like, and I was like, what? I was just so she taken aback by this. Like, <laughs> her whole attitude just completely changed. And I was like, no, who was this, girl? Like, just yeah. like Justin. Just like Justin, I was like, so this y'all's true selves? Because I don't like this girl. I don't, because the language was very manipulative. She was like, all it would cost is a yeah. phone call for him to protect her. And I was and like, And you don't want to protect your wife? And I was like, ooh. Protect? It's been like, two okay. weeks. Carl, you've you been there for ha- your own health coverage. Right. Like, unless you just don't have any. Apparently, I guess she, it sounds like she's on death's door. She's like, I need this health insurance now. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you can pay for your own health insurance anytime you please. No, she can't. She needs her husband to take care of her. I just don't. It was. It I was don't very think this strange. was a very appropriate housewarming party. <laughs> well, we're about to get into some real awkward house party conversations. I think in the <laughs> coming <laughs> oh, scenes. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. man. So we go back to our friends Morgan and Ben, or my friend Ben. Um, yeah, your friend. And. They each apparently bought a tequila. Ben got, like, cheap tequila. Morgan got, I think, the Espelon. Mm-hmm. They're trying it, taking shots. He's like, it tastes like college. Ha, ha, ha. 
Uh, their friends show up. Uh, ben has a friend. I think his name is Kyle. Maybe <laughs> I have him on here too. Oh. <laughs> Ben's friend Kyle uh, is like, "Yo, Ben, like, what's going on? You've been MIA since the wedding." And Ben's like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, I got like a whole wife now, and I got like a son too." <laughs> Like, okay. <laughs> the way Ben talks to people, <laughs> his energy is—it's just something about the like the way he interacts. I'm just—it's just so like childlike, maybe. That yes, I'm just like, oh, it's, it's so cute. <laughs> it's so he's cute. Child, so, <laughs> like he's yeah. just saying phrases and mimicking things. <laughs> um, and they're like, "What kind of what, what son?" And he's like talking about the cat. And so I was like, "Ha ha ha, whatever." They ask how the honeymoon was, and Ben kind of clams up. He's eating his tacos. And then he's like, oh, we're, we're working on some things. And Morgan starts talking. Everyone's in the same room at this point. Morgan starts talk, talking. And she says that, you know, the wedding was great. Everything was fabulous until the honeymoon. So now everyone's like, what, what's going on? Like, what Honestly. happened on the honeymoon? I was like, Both do y'all of them not know like, how to shut your mouth? Both of them are being, like, squirrely. I guess they didn't talk beforehand about like oh if someone asked how the honeymoon was oh. like what response do we want to give like do we want to tell people or do we want to not tell people mm-hmm. um it just seemed like they weren't on the same page so it got it's gets like very awkward very fast it's kind of like who's gonna say it she asked or her friend the same girl whose tooth she knocked out asked to take ben <laughs> aside they seem to be really close because this girl's like around all the time but that yeah. tooth thing mm. <laughs> Um, so while they do that, it looks like they go outside to like some fountain or something. And then Morgan is talking to his friends about the same thing. So she's telling the nurse thing, same story y'all already heard. Mm -hmm. Um, Ben says that everybody in their baby mama got an apology from him. He was on an apology tour. (laughs) Like he's been very, he's been owning it. He's been like, yeah, I overreacted. I'm sorry. Like he's been really trying to like get past this with mm-hmm. her. And he says he buys her flowers randomly. He even got her favorite chicken sausage. I was like, that's cute. Um, from, like, the grocery store. None of it has changed the way Morgan has reacted to him. So her friend is like, well, you know, you keep apologizing, so it's probably losing meaning at this point. <laughs> it's just like, oh, he's apologizing again. That's probably why she's not really responding to it. And so Ben says he's pretty quick to forgive, and she just holds on to it. He compares it to, like, basketball when there's like a turnover in the play or turnover in the game and then like you know you don't don't focus on the pass play you keep going Mm -hmm. um and so it seems like this is very difficult for Ben to deal with and I think we've discussed before Ben is a bit a bit sensitive it seems like this is not a great match for him she doesn't really I guess like she said at that that couple's dinner they had when she was like, I need someone to just, what did she say, be there or not be there, whatever. <laughs> be there or not. She said she needs someone who can take care of themselves. When she gets home, she don't want to hear nothing. She don't want to do nothing. <laughs> she, she basically says she prefers <laughs> to be single. And I think Ben is really, like, trying to attach to someone. Like, he has, he can form, like, healthy attachments with his parents and friends, and he trusts people. And I think she's just giving him, like, a whole lot to work with. And I think the boy is terrified. He was terrified on their wedding, though. Remember but did you when see him, like, when they, were, when they were, like, talking to their friends in the same space? And, like, Morgan seemed like she was, like, tell them what's happening. She was tell about to. On. I was, like, whoa. She, she was about to attack him. That's why he was just trying to <laughs> eat his tacos. 
and stay close to his friends. Like, like protect him. It was just so uncomfortable. I was like, it, literally in my notes, I have Morgan is freaking out. Question <laughs> mark. Like, what's going on? Goodness. Yeah, she she's a lot to handle. <laughs> this poor man, he's not the one for her because she's not very submissive. And I don't know if he's necessarily looking for a submissive. I think he's looking more of like co- for like collaborative. Yeah. And that's just not her. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, Ben. I don't think it is a thing. Um, but his friends encourage her to forgive and forget. They're like, you know, if I if Ben. Walked in right now, and I asked him, you know, dude, is she a nurse and all? What would he say? And she's like, he would say yes. And they're so like, okay, like, who so. Who cares? Like, let's just move <sighs> forward. She doesn't <laughs> Nobody wants to move. This is the thing. We want to be having the same fights for weeks because really? what else are we going to talk about? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we move on to another awkward um, housewarming, housewarming with Alexis and Justin. Alexis says the room is super tense. She's, like, cooking something I, I don't know what um he's she like she was like brown and meat yeah but then when i looked at the food i was like oh i think it must have been for the rotel but don't rotel take yeah, a, like a, the queso a bit of time to cook i don't know um so they have like a huge spread of like really what looks like really great food i see some sort of like sandwich there's like candy everywhere it's a 90s thing, but uh, unfortunately, she didn't tell her friends, um, so they didn't come dressed in 90s gear. They've been going through a lot. That yeah. hasn't been a priority. Um, everyone says the party looks great. The food looks great. Justin says that this was all Alexis, um, and Alexis says that, yeah, they had a fight um, right before this, and her friend Will said that's to be expected. Um, one of the friends says, you guys need to communicate about communicating, and Alexis proceeds to tell everyone that they miscommunicate a lot. She then apologizes to Justin for airing out their business and not telling him before. But she tells him about his vagueness and how it's manipulative and lying. And very often she's like very concerned and wondering who did she marry. <clears throat> First of all, let's pause real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, should she have talked to Justin before sharing all this with the group? This was just so much weird energy that I was just like, girl. So is that a yes or no? Or I don't know. Like, <laughs> it doesn't seem like she was going to be like, I, when everybody gets here, I'm going to tell them. <laughs> like, what? This looks They awful. weren't saying anything before anyone got there. Yeah. Um, so... Alexis, you know, tells everyone what's going on. The friends say that you guys shouldn't be acting like enemies. And Justin said that he feels like she's drilling him with questions. And he needs time to process his thoughts because at times he can contradict himself. Mm. So what sounds like is that Justin's not very quick on his feet when it comes to, like, the mental, um, you know, conversing, stimulation, um, you know, banter. Sounds like he Mm -hmm. needs a minute to, like, gather his thoughts before he can kind of move on to the next sentence is what I gathered from that. And that's okay. Not everybody can, you know, you know, quip back and forth like that. Like, not everybody can banter, you know? Not everybody can have have that conversations. Um, So Justin is just asking for, I guess, just a little bit of time um, to gather his thoughts Mm -hmm. so that he won't contradict himself. So Alexis outside with two of Justin's friends. Um, of course, you know, we, <laughs> it wouldn't be a day if we didn't mention the dog being attacked. 
She says that she understands that Justin's not at fault because you can't predict what your dog does. Hmm. It's an interesting statement. Um, but she found I out can that Maya, my dog will go up to all kinds of dogs. I can predict what my friendly. I can predict what my dog does to the teeth. So, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> she found out that Maya had issues. He didn't tell her. One of the friends says that. Um, you know, apparently men don't think about saying things beforehand until they are in the situation, and it's, quote, a man thing. That's such a fucking cop-out. Goodness. I mean, what is this, like 1950? Men um, think. He says that women are good at saying things beforehand and mentally preparing while men are in the moment. Jesus. Um, the friend asks if she loves him, and she says she does, and then, like, gags or something. I don't know. Um, but she says she's not in love, but she cares for him a lot. Just the way she reacts physically when people ask her and she's like, yeah. And then she like shakes or like shimmies like it's or the like biggest disappointment. Right. Like she's just so disappointed in herself. And I'm just like, this is really just kind of a lot. Um, so then Will and Emma are talking with Justin and Emma says that Justin needs to kind of communicate better with Alexis and tell her when he needs space or maybe he needs five minutes so he can process what's happening. He says that every argument they have makes him scared because he wants this. And Will tells him not to beat himself up. Goodness. <laughs> Did I miss anything? Um, I think you pretty much covered it. I think you said the part where he was like, he wants this with her, and the more fuck-ups he does, he does. He thinks she can say no on decision day, and that's kind of weird. Yeah. He's at... And um, then we get this crazy Bad Seed movie trailer. I don't know if you guys are seeing these crazy trailers that Lifetime is showing. Oh. Um, but it's a movie called The that. Bad Seed, where this, like, white girl is, like... I thought that was about like, this little boy who's like a demon or something. Maybe that's the movie one. This Lifetime one, I guess, is maybe like the same thing, but just with this girl. It is nuts, y'all. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention that that trailer is crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Movie yeah, four. I think that was that was kind of, there was a lot going on. With These those two, two, I don't really know what's happening. Like, you they know, highs really know. and lows. <laughs> it's highs questionable and lows. all around. And I don't know if it's just like, southern the southern in me but like i would never just be like oh yeah we were just arguing just five minutes ago he did this and that this that and then i did this that and this that it and makes company this, that, this, that. like what <laughs> that's like if you're if your best girlfriend pulls up to the house and just y'all are talking that's one thing right but or even like a group of girls but like his friends, his friends. your friends <laughs> And then you and then you sit there and say, "Oh well, Justin, I probably should have asked you before I started talking about this." And then proceed to talk about Keep it. Keep going, like, girl. Just, the train is on the tracks. <laughs> the train yeah. has left the station. Like, what are you doing? Ooh, she doesn't the, know. the disrespect. There's the lack of respect there. She don't respect that man. I mean, I probably wouldn't at this point. Well, no, I mean, he's crying but... all the time, so I guess that makes sense. So, can you do? Yeah. Um, we see Lindy and Miguel, they are <laughs> debriefing a little bit, um, about the insurance and the last name thing. He asks her, um, kind of like, what did you all, what did you share? No. Yes. They're debriefing about that. He asks what she needs for her to take his last name. 
Lindy says she needs security, and there are certain steps that need to be taken before she can change her identity. Things like joint accounts, they need to say yes on decision day. There's a lot that needs to happen before she can change she's gotta, who yeah, she she's gotta is. figure out if she's gonna move and where she's gonna move. I'm like, well, just this is the only thing that's been given to her since day one. She's been at LOA for 29 years. She has her doctorate under this name. Um, she says this has been her whole way of life and she doesn't feel secure right now. And he's like, Miguel's a very calm conversationalist, mm-hmm. is what I'm he learning. Because even though she's, she's this girl's, she was shit. tripping. And I was like, He's like, you're asking me to live as a married couple without living like a married couple and taking my last name. She's like, it feels like an illegality. And he says, but my opinion matters too. You know, what I want is also important. And she's like, so are you saying that, like, we can't be together if I don't? Or some phrasing of that. And he's like, it's not an ultimatum, but it's more important. And the more we discuss it, the more important it gets. And she's like, well, it's the same for me. The more I explain it, the more important it is to me. She's like, I can get hit by a car and then just fuck it. She's like losing her hot shit. She's like, I need my last name, but I don't need your insurance. And if you won't even help me get a fucking physician, then how can you expect me? How can you expect me to take your last name? And they're holding hands during this conversation, which is also yeah, kind of bizarre. Yeah, I was so confused. But he's like, I don't like this version of you. And she's like, I'm being authentic. I'm being real. It's just really dramatic for me. Um, where poor Miguel, I'm like, oh, she's. We probably shouldn't have had this conversation like right after the housewarming party because mm-hmm. it was still, I think, maybe too fresh for her. And she's not handling it well, obviously. And I love what he says because she's like losing her shit. Mm-hmm. And he literally says, I don't like this version of you. And I was like, you know yeah. what? That's a great way to say it. And I'm probably going to steal that at some point. But like, you know what? I'm not liking this version of you right now. Miguel. And she's like, this is all me. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Oh, my God. And it's just the way he was looking at her so calmly. It was just like, what the fuck? Man, I, yeah. Miguel's calmness, his um, composure. Wow. Man, brava. Y'all know we gave Miguel a hard time at the honeymoon, but we he did. seems to be the more even one between <laughs> yes. the two of them. Probably in like in a lot of seasons, like I feel like Miguel has shown a lot of um just a lot of clear headedness. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, I this think is that's an his, experiment. His, isn't he like how old is he? He's older, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He seems to be very just like, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I appreciate it because she was spiraling. He's just looking at her like, I don't like this version of you. I was like, I know that's right. I don't like it either, Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. She was tripping. Um, so then we transition into Mitch and Kristen. They're having their like retro fusion, psychedelic, whatever party. Um, <laughs> apparently she, you know, had went and got the plastic. Um shot glasses and he asked her to return those and purchase some that are reusable and she said they cost like 20 times more um so they're like dancing around drinking shots apparently the jello shots were a bit warm um that's disgusting because they were in those metal ramekins (laughs) instead of being like in yeah we could have recycled the plastic would that not have helped no, he said just plastic, period. Or honestly, like, don't they have, like, I used to have so many shot glasses. And, I'm, I mean, I guess, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, technically, you could have went to, like, Goodwill and maybe, like, got some shot glasses and then, like, washed them or, like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. But I don't usually do plastic. Well, no, for the plastic ones, I usually do those for Jello shots because it's just easier to get the Jello out. But I mm-hmm. guess that's not an option. I'm sure. Um, so they um, go off to their respective friends. Mitch says that Kristen's really trying with the um, anti-plastic thing. His friends say that they are super into that, so it can be really, you know, a lot. Um, he said that she did get annoyed with him about bringing in, like, all these toys that he brought from um, his family um, because she had, like, loaded up her Amazon card and he didn't want to buy anything. And um, he says that they did compromise with the reusable Jello shots. And he also said that he isn't sleeping well because her dog, I guess, really snores, like, really loudly. <laughs> So then Kristen says that she's like super grateful for him and the anti-plasticism isist, but she feels like she's walking on eggshells to not piss him off. Um, apparently he hasn't been in a relationship in eight years. I don't think I knew that. Um, I feel like I vaguely knew that. But. Eight years is, is, is insane. Time. <laughs> um, she said in terms of box checking, um, he has great qualities, but they need, but she does feel like a pressure to make it work because they are married. Um, and she says that he does accents and lots of playtime and she wants to make sure he can be serious when it's time. Mm. very interesting <laughs> when they first had that comp- when they were like first testing out the drinks they were going to make, he was doing something on the floor with like, I don't know what it was because I was like, oh, it's, I, for a second I thought they had a cat. It was like colorful. I, it looked like playtime to me, but I was confused as to what he was doing and or setting up on the floor <laughs> by himself. While she He's was. playing. I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's different with those two people. Yeah. God bless them. I did think their party looked very fun though i was like yeah, oh this turned out better than i imagined in my own head so <laughs> i'm happy for happy for them um as far as that goes uh let's see so to wrap this uh, or i guess to almost wrap it up the guys and girls each meet up separately the girls look like doing like a little bonfire and wine thing i don't know what the guys are actually what their setup is but it's probably not important the girls have wine and this scene is kind of edited the same way where it's kind of like uh, ping-ponging back and forth between both groups. Uh, <laughs> Alexis asks, asks if everyone is enjoying marriage. Um, and she t- says that Justin apparently likes to talk to her while she's using the toilet, like likes to kiss her while she's that shitting. That weird. I don't know. <laughs> Alexis sometimes needs to edit what she shares with people because... She just shares, like, the most strangest parts of Justin because I think she doesn't like him, and she doesn't want other people to like him either. But it's, she shares things with him about him that make you be like, that's different. That's strange. Yeah. Um, we see both Kristen and Mitch saying how happy they are. Kristen says that this is 100% different than their marriage in Mexico. He's making her coffee. He's watching reality TV with her. Stasha is like, wow, you know, she was not on Team Mitch during the honeymoon, but she feels a lot better about it now. Mm-hmm. The men are talking about the animals. Mitch is saying the dog snores like a fat old guy. Ben is like, yeah, I think I'm allergic to cats because every time I come home, I start sneezing, coughing. Ben says the cat hissed at him and he didn't like it. Miguel says 
that uh, Lindy's cat did the same. Uh, we get more of Alexis and Justin talking about the dog situation. At this point, every time they bring this up, I'm not taking notes on it. They're talking about the dog situation. <laughs> Again, I'm, I don't care. It's, they're just going through the same thing, so I don't feel like it's really pertinent that I spell it out each time. Y'all know what the dog situation is because we heard about it we don't care. every time we've seen them. Um, <laughs> So Sasha says that there are times. Sasha says that she's an overshare, but there are things that are that aren't always at the top of her memory, or things she doesn't perceive as relevant sometimes. And so she gets where Justin is coming from, which I think was probably good for Alexis to hear because she's been harping on this yes. so much. The man can't can't have any space to improve because she's just so dogged about it. Um, so I think it was really good for Sasha to be like, yeah, sometimes like I don't. I, I overshare, but I don't always think of each part. Like, mm -hmm. there may be weeks that go by, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and this part goes with that. Um, so she encourages Lexus to give him time, be patient. Lindy takes the floor. She starts talking about the insurance thing. And Kristen is like, tells us, she's like, I'm Team Miguel. I get it, man. You got to make sure. <laughs> Got to make sure you get what you want, too. Mm -hmm. um, Advocate for yourself. <laughs> and Lindy says she was getting defensive. Miguel says she was really negative, and he did not like it. Miguel seems to be really turned off by this negativity yeah, that here. that was gross. It was strong. And I guess she had been drinking, but it was a lot. It was a lot with the attitude about the, with the dramatics <laughs> and the attitude. Yes, it was just a lot. It was a lot. It wasn't just like a very straight conversation where it's like, hey, I don't feel comfortable. Duh, duh, duh. It was just mm -hmm. like, you're not going to protect me. I get hit by a bus. Yeah, like, like, okay, yeah. girl. You ain't got hit by a bus yet, so. This <laughs> is <just> crazy. <laughs> you ain't had no insurance all this time. Now you're looking at me. It's day 14. <laughs> yeah. So, um, did we, did oh, we, did we go to the guys yet? Oh, okay. Not yet. Oh, yeah. I've been ping-ponging back. Oh, you're ping-ponging. Okay. Yeah. Stasha says that she understands about wanting to be secure in a marriage. Miguel says he has to look out for himself and his emotional state. Mm -hmm. Conversation shifts. Miguel wants to know who has consummated their marriage. Everyone's looking around, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Justin's like, I have not been lucky. I've tried. <laughs> he says it's just not, it's not happening right now. I think because, you know, that situation that we keep referring to. Alexis tells everyone that Justin has been having wet dreams, which, pause. Okay. Is there an age limit to this? Because I thought, I thought when you turned into an adult, that didn't happen anymore. Um, I guess not. No. Um. No, I think it's, I think it's, it's all time, I guess. I, I feel, well, because, like, when you're dreaming, like, you can't, you know, obviously Justin is, is, he's pent up. Uh-huh. He needs it. Have Have you ever been in the bed with someone and they've had a wet dream? Yes. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> I was like, that's never happened to me. This is strange. But now, okay, after this, yes. we're going to have to hear about this. Um, okay, so it's possible. I just, in my experience, I've never, I've never known that to be a thing with an adult. Um, and so I think I would be really confused and turned off. Maybe it's happened to Alexis before, too, because she seemed comfortable to tell all his business. But. Right, I was like, I, I mean, like, <laughs> come on. She's like, yeah, he, he, he poor thing. I was like, oh, yeah. like, this is on national television. Okay. Right. 
I mean, but he talks about it all the time. I mean, so I'm sure it's That's true, too. But, like, I feel like that could be almost, like, embarrassing. And so why would you be telling people that? You know, I mean, he has said such problematic things about that's you know, true. But his, is he gonna be happy that she's telling everybody about his wet dreams? <laughs> I guess yeah. it don't matter at this point. <laughs> I don't think it matters. <laughs> Nate also, says like he, that was so. I wonder why she even mentioned that. That's the same thing. Like when they were at the wedding, and she was like, "He's celibate, y'all." And it's like, girl, <laughs> yeah. She just. I think she talking. just. She just be talking. That's just her. I think she hates him. Why are you putting this man on front street <laughs> like that? Him. Is there no privacy in the marriage about, like, what's happening? Yikes. I guess not. So, Nate it says he's confused because Alexis was playing herself up like she was, you know, gonna be busting it open at some point. <laughs> and so, he's not sure what happened. That was weird. What's going on there? I wanted Nate to mind his business, actually. That was strange. You know Nate me. hates Justin, so he has he a problem. <laughs> he's like, something ain't right. Like, she don't like weird. you, dog. Justin's because... weirdo. <laughs> So Kristen says she's been costuming her marriage like bunnies morning, noon, and night. Right. Love that for her. It seems like they are connecting. Um, Sasha and Nate haven't consummated their marriage yet, but Nate says he had dessert after dinner. Y'all know what he means. No, and then he said, you dig? I was like, <laughs> yeah, first of all, what? He like rubbed his hands together. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> No, he literally was like, but I had, you know, dinner dinner after dessert. You dig? I was like, what? <laughs> and then Justin literally was like, what does that mean? Justin's reaction. <laughs> this is why they hate each other. This but is why. Justin's like, what does that mean? <laughs> and then his talking kid, he's like, so you had like cherry pie, sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie. What does that mean? And I too was like, I don't know what he's talking about. Well, yeah, I mean, because, like, that doesn't even sound like him. So when he said that, I was like, wait, what? Like, had it been probably anyone else, maybe I would have caught it, but I was so confused. I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then what did he say? Because they bleeped it out. So I couldn't even really. Oh, I mean, I I know what he went down on her. Yeah. okay. I think he said he went down on her. Okay. I mean, obviously, because I was just like, yeah, he was like, oh, five minutes later, it's fireworks. I was like, damn, five minutes. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Y'all really got to watch how y'all talk about y'all <laughs> Five minutes, huh? I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Mitch says something interesting. Maybe, I don't know if Mitch likes Nate either. Mitch? Mitch is for the streets. He's, I'm telling you, Mitch Mitch literally says, oh, well, you know, she's still holding out. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, I think, you know, that's like an appetizer. And then sex is like the main thing. And then he's like, I guess there's still a struggle there. I was like, what? <laughs> he was tickled. He was cracking himself up. But I, mean, I guess, not, like, that's not, a good point. Let's not throw so, stones in glass houses, Mitch. We heard I mean, he was, you know, 30 seconds in. So let's, you know, chill. But to Mitch's point, okay, so you did that, and then after what? Like, y'all just. Well, probably she was it like, took thanks five for servicing mi- me. Well, it took five minutes. Shit. Oh, yeah, That's probably yeah. why. Mm. She's tired. I think Mitch is just saying it doesn't seem like whatever you did motivated her into having sex with you. Yikes. I do That's feel like. tough to hear. If, I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm riding with Mitch on this one, but. I feel like if that is done 
very well then it is indeed the appetizer. Then we move on. Yeah, but she's made it very clear that, like, she needs, like, a love you or something. And, you know, sex is very transactional for her. So I think he's trying to, like, boost up her, um, like, not necessarily her confidence, but, like, her security and, like, safety. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just trying to make her comfortable. Because she has been very vocal about how it's always, sex has always been very transactional and it always felt like she was obligated. And so I think he's trying to, like, play this a little bit smart in the sense that I kind of get why he would be servicing for a while before, you know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like he'd be servicing for a while. Yeah, um, I think so. As long as he's prepared. But, yeah. you know, you dig? <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was just the best thing ever. I, I don't was know like, what like, No one knew. We're like, what are you talking about? Morgan tells everyone that she still has some walls up, but she says her and Ben have been friendly. They, like, go to the gym together and, like, do stuff that regular people do. Um, ben is telling the guys he thinks he could be, like, lovey-dovey if she didn't have these walls up. He doesn't really know how to navigate those. He's used to people being, like, open and loving. Um, I added that last part on. But... Mitch says, you know, you got to show interest. And so even if she has walls up, you know, trying to, like, hold her hand or, like, touch her occasionally, not necessarily in a sexual way, but just, like, that you want to be close to her, Kristen suggests to Morgan that they go on a date and, like, try to connect, do those things. Morgan says she just needs to, like, take a step back and reset. Morgan is so fucked up already and not, like, that she's she's bad, but she's just all over the place. Um, you know, it's only been two weeks and she has already screwed this up so much in her mind that we're, like you said, we're cruising. Just the cruising. Um, you want to take us into the last bit? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we're with Lindy and Miguel. Uh, it seems like we're in the same spot in the bed. I was confused at first. Like, is this the same scene? Um, but Lindy says that she is not proud of the way she spoke to Miguel, um, but she wasn't feeling heard or secure in what he was telling her. Um, she got very defensive, and she said that you need to see the side of me. You know, there are going to be times where I'm like this. Um, he says that he does not like when she goes to that place, and she does apologize. Um, after all of that, he says that he will put her on his insurance. And yeah. she smiles. She's like, that's what I needed to hear. But does she have to take his last name? I think she knows the answer to that. But Which is what? Is it yes? Is it no? I think it's yes, or it's like, <laughs> you can be on my insurance for the next six weeks. You better do all your doctor's appointments then. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Um, oh, goodness. Know. What a ride. <sighs> what a time it has been. You dig? These people. <laughs> Goodness, that'll be the title. You dig? You dig? Or dinner for dessert. What do you say? I had a little dessert. What? After my dinner. <laughs> you dig? <laughs> like, what? <gasps> or oh, I like I that version it. of you. I think that's a good, Ooh, be a good title. Yeah. I don't like that yeah. version There's some good, you. some good quotes this this uh, mm-hmm. episode. With you people just kinda know. I have to stop saying I just, the way that he said, I'm like, Nate, <laughs> what? As pleased as he was with himself. You dig? <laughs> like, and then he, like, giggled. I'm like, <laughs> What have you been watching this past week? Oh, man. I know you've been in the streets. I have been a bit in the streets, but I finally got around to watching How to Build a Sex Room. 
on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it is basically this woman who started off as an interior designer, and she would, you know, of course, design rooms and space for people, and then she kind of got into designing sex rooms, and so now she's working with a bunch of different couples to design, like, a sex room of their dreams. Not to be confused with a dungeon, but just, mm. like, a space for them to explore sexually whatever that couple is interested in. So what's the There's difference? A, I feel like dungeon gives, like, it's all, like, BDSM or kink, and this isn't that. I mean, if that's what they're into, she'll, you know, of course, play to that. But mm-hmm. um, some of these people have, like, empty spaces to use. Some are using their like their master bedroom or their owner suite primary suite um as their sex room and so she's creating this space based on whatever they say they're interested in or whatever they want to explore so some people like you know a lot more sensuality Mm -hmm. some people like a little bit more like toys and impact play type of things um so she designs it and you get to see like the outcome and some of these rooms look i was like i never thought i needed a sex room but Maybe I would like a sex room, you know, to just yeah, that sounds nice. To have that set up like to your you and your partner's interest, and like have that designated space because I guess like the bedroom works, but this is like the sep- whole could be a whole separate space, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, this is really interesting. So that's what I've been watching. I'm liking it so far. I'm learning a lot. Um, I would say not safe for work because there are some, um, like, some mild nudity um, and some some kink demonstration things. Um, but very, very interesting. I'm like, wow, I never, never knew what I needed, but now I know. That's wonderful. Next place I live, just have Love a little that. section. But yeah, what about you? What's on your TV? So lately I have been watching a lot of um, HGTV so I've mm-hmm. been watching, I don't even know what the names of these shows are, but they've been doing like demolitions and they'll like renovate these homes like from the ground up. Mm. And there was this one house that had been like burned down or something. And so they had to like gut it and take it out. Like, Is that just good been, bones? I, like I think so. I think it might be With good With the mom bones. and the daughter? And like yes. the son is one of the demo guys? Yes. I love it. Yes. So good. Um, so I've been watching that lately. And I've also kind of been catching up on, um, oh my gosh, what is it called? Um, there's a show called Big Sky that I feel like I've talked about on the show before. I love any show that's like based in Montana, you guys. I'm low I was going to say, I think you did tell us about this right after your Yellowstone binge. Yes, yes. So I've been catching up. It's an American crime drama thriller. Honestly, it's all mm. over the fucking place. There's so many, um, so many storylines, but my friend and I watch it religiously, so I've been catching up on that. Um, and then I have one show that I'll probably recommend next week because I need to make sure I want to recommend it. Um, but yeah, I've been, you know, dabbling here and there. Hmm. Okay. Sounds good. Well, y'all, we are going to be out of here for now and we will get back with y'all next week. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, Instagram. Tell your friends. Listen to us. Bye. See ya.